Who said, when life gives you lemons, make lemonade? Well, they were wrong. Welcome to the Take Aim Podcast, where we discuss how to take those lemons life gives you and throw them right back. If you are ready to change your thought process, take risks, and deliver a new you, then you are ready to take aim. Now, here is your host and number one change agent, Karenda Dion. It's your girl, Corinda Dion, your number one change agent. And you have tuned into the Take Aim podcast. Yes, I am so, so happy that you are here Thursday evening, 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time with your number one change agent. And we are going to have a great show for you. Listen, you can find us on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Anchor FM, Spotify. Um, we're, we're out there. All you need to do is make sure you download the apps and put in the Take Aim Podcast. And guess what? You will find me and I will find you and we will uh, make a difference in this thing as we take aim. Now, for those of you who are new to the Take Aim Podcast, welcome. I'm so glad that you've joined in tonight. And to just give you a very brief synopsis of what the Take Aim uh, podcast is all about, we are all about taking the lemons that life gives us and we are no longer making lemonade. Absolutely not. We do not make lemonade here on the Take Aim podcast, but we take those lemons and we throw them back. We take aim. And I am excited because if you are ready to change your thought process, if you are ready to take risk, if you are ready to deliver a new you, well, can I affirm, can I confirm that you are at the right place at the right time with your girl, Corinda Dion, your number one change agent. And again, we have such a great show in store for you tonight. Now, if you want more information about me and about the Take Aim movement, be sure absolutely to uh, check us out on our website at CorindaDion.com. And you can find out so many things that's happening and what you can be a part of. Because at the end of the day, family, we are in this thing together. Yes, we are. Now, tonight, I have a very, very special guest at the table. And I tell you all all the time that I don't bring just anyone to the table I want to make sure that the guests that I bring to the Take Aim table, they are um, they are experienced, they are ready to take aim, they are ready to make sure that you live life on the promise of impact because that's what we are about here. So without further ado, I don't want to prolong because I'm excited about our topic. It's a very serious matter that we're going to talk about tonight. And I have a dear sister. I call her sister uh, at the table tonight, and she has a heart for social justice and equality. She's doing some great things in the community. 
I know that she has much to say in regards to what's happening in our country, what's happening locally within our area. And um, she's, she's doing a great work. And on top of all of that, my sister is a CEO. That's right. She is the owner of Our Brother's Keeper Home Care. And I am so, so blessed and honored to have her at the table. Nadine Owens, my sister, welcome to the Take Aim table. Thank you. Thank you for those kind and humbling words. I'm just so excited to be a part of this podcast today. Oh my gosh. I am excited that you were at the table and I know I, 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 I just know that the listeners are going to gain so much knowledge, information and insight from you. And, and just to let you let the listeners know, I met Nadine through the Hampton Roads Chamber of Commerce. We are both members of the Chamber of Commerce. And you know how you, you, you go to certain meetings and networking events and there are some people you kind of click with and you kind of connect with. And then there's some where it's like, I don't know, but I'm telling you, as soon as Nadine and I connected, it, I mean, we have just been connected ever since. <laughs> we really, really have. Yes, so, so true, my sister. And we have been supportive of each other's endeavors, business initiatives. I know that you have been pushing and supporting me and likewise me pushing and supporting you. We also were on the same platform together uh, with Charlene Sparks in one of her uh, virtual conferences that she had uh, just a few months ago. So I'm telling you, sis, what a pleasure to have you at the table tonight. Yes, yes, the pleasure is mine. Now, I love it, I love it, I love it. And tonight, you know, we are discussing a topic that um, is a serious matter and it needs to be discussed and voices need to be heard and we should not be silent. And we're talking about no justice, no peace. We're talking about I can't breathe. And, And I want you all, it doesn't matter to me if you're black, you're white, you're Asian, I want you to tune in tonight and I want you to really hear uh, the heart of Nadine and really hear the conversation that we are going to have at the table. Now, Nadine, before we kind of get into the core of what we're going to talk about tonight, please take a moment just to introduce yourself to our listeners in your very own way um, and let let us know more about your company um, as well as your passion for justice and equality. Okay, first of all, my name is Nadine Owens. I am the founder of Our Brothers Keeper. Um, and also Our Brothers Keeper Home Care. Our Brothers Keeper is a resource center for people with different abilities. I use the word different because we focus on the abilities and the possibilities. I'm an advocate for people of the voice to divorces. I want to make sure everyone has a, a fair chance. So we do a lot of events here. I normally educate, advocate, I bring awareness, I, I, I do consultation, I'm a life coach. I go I go out to um, speak whenever somebody calls me. I try to be there, I really do, because my passion is to give people hope. Because in this time, a lot of people have lost hope. Mm. They don't see no hope, but there is hope. 
And I want to be able to share my story and let them know, let me tell you something. If I can make it, sister, brother, you can make it also. Also, my passion is for equal justice and equality for everyone. Everyone should be treated the same, no matter your age, your race, your gender, or your capabilities. There should be no group over here. This group is not uh, welcome to this side. No, 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 no. Equal. Mm-hmm. for everyone. Mm-hmm. And I feel like if we have that, everybody becoming on the same agenda and having the same mindset, then it'll be a lot of things that change. Mm. You know what, sis? That's good. You are right. Same agenda and full of hope. And you're right. When, when one loses hope, um, you can best believe discouragement is knocking at the door. Um, and so we can't, we cannot lose hope in this time. And, you know, I, um, I still, I am still, um, I'm trying to think of the word to even explain. I'm still heartbroken, Nadine, in regards to, uh, George Floyd. Um, you know, even when I, I watched his service on, on television because they did broadcast it and, (laughs) I cried like, you know, like I really knew him. Um, but when you right. when you think of George Floyd and Breonna Taylor, Trayvon Martin, uh, Garner, and so many others, what hurts you the most? Wow. You know what? That was uh, kind of like that, that question hit home. Mm-hmm. Because this could have been prevented, all right? Let's look back. Trayvon Martin. Okay, mm-hmm. if George Zimmerman, Zimmerman mm-hmm. would have just listened to the dispatcher, okay, when she said, "Sir, stay in your car," all right? Yeah. Now she told him that. Yeah. All right, but he didn't do that. She said, "We sending, we sending um, officers out on the scene." Okay. Mm-hmm. I believe if he just would have listened, didn't get out the car, he would have been here on today. Yeah. We can look at Brianna Taylor, okay? The officers who showed up in plain clothes, Mm -hmm. they just enter her house without knocking Mm -hmm. or announcing a search warrant and they open fire. Mm -hmm. But I believe if they would have not announced who they were and handed them the search warrant, things would have went differently. Yeah. And present. George Floyd, mm. that hit home for a lot of people. Why? Because people are tired. Yeah. People are just sick and tired. And for someone to be handcuffed, not resisting arrest, mm-hmm. not talking back, to be thrown to the ground, having a knee in his neck for eight minutes and 46 seconds. Oh my God. Was great cruelty. Yeah. And inhumanity. It was. If the officer would have just listened Mr. Floyd said, I can't breathe. Mm. Then it would have been another outcome. And I look at all of these cases could have been preventable. Yeah. I agree. I agree, Nadine. They all could have been preventable. And, you know, there was a time, um, I believe it was the NAACP, but they had called for a moment of silence for eight minutes and 46 seconds. Do you know how long that is? I mean... Oh, my God. That's a long time. That's a long time. That's a long time. I said, oh, my gosh. 
Yeah. Yeah. And you're right. It could have been preventable. And that's what's so heartbreaking about all of these tragedies and these murders because they could have been preventable. And and audience and listeners, please excuse me because there are other names that absolutely should be mentioned and on this list. And it's sad because, you know, you know, Nadine, it's sad that we have to even say that. You know what? Please pardon me if I didn't mention uh, Aubrey or or whomever else. You know, the the names that kind of just go on and on. It is just heart breaking it's so hard it is it's really heartbreaking um and and i'm telling you i i listen i'm all it doesn't take much for me i'm an emotional uh person as is but i i i'm telling (laughs) you i cried i really cried because um it, it was just heartbreaking and you know one of the things that that i found out along with the world you know there was a time in did you did you actually watch the video nadine in full of george floyd I, you know what Corinda, i couldn't yeah yeah i yeah. tried and it was playing all over mm-hmm. tv every news station um and I just couldn't bring myself to watch the full video. I was yes. see snip, okay? Yeah. That bothered me. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That bothered me so much that I was like, I can't. And I just imagined the agony that he went through. Yeah. I mean, it was cold-blooded yeah. murder. And there was a time in the video where he calls for his mother. And, you know, yeah. we all thought, I mean, my heart broke because I, I was also under the assumption that his mother was still living. And then when it, you know, when it was told that his, his mother passed about maybe two years prior, I'm mm-hmm. like, oh, mm-hmm. my gosh, you know? Mm-hmm. Ah, mm-hmm. you know, it, it's just it's just so much. But but Nadine, how has how has the murder of George Floyd affected you personally? Wow. It um it has. It 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 has affected me because um it brings up old wounds. Okay. Mm-hmm. Of racism. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. We try to say, okay, it don't exist. What's this? 2020, correct? Yeah. So we try to look at it each year. Uh, uh, what I hope is things will get better. We are all the same. Yeah. But you know what? People's mindsets are different. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, America and the horrendous ways that black people are often treated by the police. I hear stories and also seeing firsthand. I think that um, that we should continue to educate our young black women, men and women. Yeah. Okay. Starting at the very young age to prepare them. Just in, just in case they have an encounter with the police, um, they would know what to do. Yeah. And you know yeah. what? Nadine, and and that that what you're saying is so true, and that that makes me think of you as a mother who who you have what two sons, correct? Well, actually, I have three sons and two daughters. Three sons so and two my daughters. Okay. Oldest, yes. So my oldest two sons, which they have autism and ID. Hmm. Um. So 
When you think about your sons, your daughters as a wife, you know, how, how does it um, affect you as it relates to their safety and livelihood? What, what do you worry about certain things? I do. Mm-hmm. My sons, when you look at them, normalcy. And therefore, my sons, you know, somebody really has to stay with them. And I, I look at it as if we were to be put into a position that the cops say, you know, hands up, right? Mm-hmm. My sons will not be able to do that. Mm-hmm. And by the cops not knowing, one of my sons, he just loves to hug you. So by him reaching out his arm, Right? Right. That could be a reaction from the cop. I, I, I think about that. Yeah. 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 You know, that is very traumatic. And them not understanding, oh, well, I thought that he was going to do something else. And you didn't, you know, try to see was anything going on with them. Exactly. Now, my youngest son, he has had um, encounters with the police. Okay. Okay. So, uh, one time, like I said, he gets nervous sometimes. And I'm like, listen, it wasn't like that. So, that kind of like springs off an argument between him and I. Mm. Okay? I can say I can say him more for me because I'm always trying to de-escalate. Yeah. Okay? Yeah. But he may take it as an argument. But anyway, we were riding down the street. He got mad. He just got out the car. And he was loud. So... People was outside, but they was like, okay, what's going on? Mm-hmm. By him being very aggressive and yelling, somebody called the cop. Mm. The cop quickly responded. I got out of the car, and I was like, listen, you need to get back in the car. By the time I was trying to get him back in the car, three police cars came up. They jumped out of the car like he was a suspect for something, okay? Mm. And they just ran to him. And they tackled my son, and my eyes got really big. And wow. I said, whoa, 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 whoa. By me saying that, then he told me to be quiet. So I was thinking, okay, maybe if you be quiet, you don't open up your mouth, then it can be, this this situation could be much worse. Yeah. But then if you talk, maybe they can pretty much say, okay, we told you to be quiet, we're going to put you in handcuffs. But... By the time I was beginning to open up my mouth, one of the cops apologized to me. We're sorry. Mm. We just wanted to, you know, get him down, but that's not how I took it, okay? Yeah. But 
They did apologize. Right, right. Because how aggressive they were. Wow. And that talking to me and just saying, okay, you mom or, you know, you with him. Can you tell me what happened? They went straight to, you know, tackling him. Yeah. Wow. So that was scary. And I never forgot that. Yeah. Yeah. That, that is scary. And that's why we have to have change. There has to be police reform. There has to be changes made on how they are taught to deescalate. And of course, racism. I mean, it's, it, it is just heartbreaking how they will um, perceive and go into one situation and do someone else, you know, a, a totally different way of treatment. And um, that yeah. that absolutely is scary. You know, I even think of times, um, and I've shared this, I think in a blog, but you know, it's, it's like, it's such a catch 22 because you could be a black man out here uh, working hard. You've earned every, every penny you have. You're not nickel. I mean, you're not out here, uh, you know, doing things illegally. You're working hard. You're providing for your family. Yeah. And just because you, and you have a right to drive a, a nice car if you like, or a luxury vehicle if you like, but you should not be stigmatized uh, because you are driving a certain type of car car to be pulled over for no reason because they perceive that it's drug money or they perceive that it's illegal. Yeah. It's just, it's just heartbreaking. And I know, I remember times that my dad, you know, he would get pulled over, had done anything wrong, but just because he's a black man and he's driving a nice car, it's like, what's, mm -hmm. you know, something's wrong with that. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Yeah. And, um, it's just, it's just, it's gotta stop. And one of the things that that people have been saying, even from a legal standpoint, Nadine, they're saying that it's going to be really hard to convict the officer of the charges. What What are your thoughts on that? Wow. You know what? I feel like he's not going to get the full sentence. Really? I feel like they're going to yeah, they're going to continually to. Um, you know, downgrade the, the, the charges. Mm. They're going to lessen the charges. Mm. Um, and he's going to have a lesser sentence. Why? We've seen this time after time. Mm. And it just seemed like, you know, um, it, look what it, what, it, what it took, okay? Mm -hmm. In order to get, a, get an arrest, all right, they had to be videotaped. Yeah. So it's like if the person say, okay, this didn't happen, they're not going to do an investigation. Why? Right. Because it's like, we're going to believe the police officer over what you said. Right. But there are two sides to each story. So I feel like it should be an investigation on both, both parts. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. You know, well, we know these phones has really, you know, did a lot. Yeah. Absolutely. You know, to bring awareness to what's going on. Yeah. But, mm -hmm. yeah. So yeah. It, it's been a lot of cops that hasn't been charged. Right. Or they had lesser charge. Yeah, absolutely. Mm -hmm. And yeah, even... Yeah, so Okay. Even okay. in the last, the most recent case uh, with Brooks, uh, I think that was in Atlanta. You know, there was, a, was there was someone taping that, or a body cam, or someone actually had coverage. Um, but even in that situation, he should I, he should still be here. You know, there has got to 
there's, we've got to uh, change this. I mean, there, we, we should not be having, um, where, you know, people, men and women are black women, uh, black men are being murdered and losing their lives. And, you know, I, I had a conversation with someone, Nadine, and, and this is interesting because there are some people who think, well, if, if they weren't doing this, then this would not have happened. Or if he wasn't breaking the law or, and to me, you're missing the point. The point is, you know, the point is, they should not have been murdered, period. Now, I'm not, regardless of what took place, um, do it in a proper way, do a proper investigation, but who are you to take somebody's life? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Totally. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. So Nadine, if, if I can ask you this, um, what are some changes you would like to see happen in our country during this time? Wow. I would love to see police reform. Yeah. Racial justice. Mm -hmm. More training for the police. You look at it. They get trained six months. You can become an officer. And Mm. I'm like, "Mm, are you kidding me? Wow. Okay. So they're really not getting the proper training. You look at other states where they have mandatory two years. Yeah. Before you become a police officer, okay? But I know in Virginia, it's like six months. And I just feel like they're really not properly trained. Yeah. Six okay? Months. They need to be taught mental health. Yeah. Okay? Yeah. Mental health. They need to be taught about people who have different abilities. What to look for? How do you de-escalate mm. in a safely manner? All policemen should be CIT trained. CIT are officers that are trained for um, 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 disability people. Wow. All police are not trained. When I say something to the sergeant, you say, Ms. Owen, everybody are trained. Um, not with some of the encounters I had. Because I had some encounters with someone, some police officer that was Nasty. Nasty. Yeah. And that don't mm-hmm. seem like a trained uh, CIT <laughs> officer to me. Right. I would like to see ban that restraint, restraint mm-hmm. in mm-hmm. all 50 states. Mm-hmm. Not just some, not just part, but all of them. Yeah. Yeah. I would like some versus shoot to kill. Let's shoot to live. Mmm. Wow. Because he said that's the sad thing about it. You are shooting a kill. Why can't you wound? I'm just saying. Yeah. Even though the person, oh, we want this person, he done did this. Okay? You don't have to kill him. Yeah, you don't. Everybody has their right in court, right? Absolutely. Absolutely. But you do not have to take their life. You're frustrated. Mm-hmm. Yes. Okay, a lot of times. Anger management. I would love to see anger management if a police get one complaint. Okay? Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, talk to them. Bring them in. Mr. So-and-so, do you, you know, let it be mandatory. Let's take anger management classes. Better yet, let's put it in the training. Absolutely. Absolutely. And how many complaints did Chauvin have? Was it, I mean, seven? I don't know. Multiple. Oh multiple. 
And this is why, yes, and this is why, Uh too, on a local level, you have to know who are in these positions, who you are putting in these positions, people that you're voting for, um, or you've got to get knowledge on who you need to vote for to get some people out of office. Because given all of those prior uh, complaints that he had, he he shouldn't have he shouldn't have been uh now maybe i'm judging too quickly here but to me uh there should have been some accountability um and exactly. you, an you know investigation? an investigation yes. um before uh-huh. letting him just you know just be out actively as an officer it's sad times. It really, really is. And so, Nadine, what what are some things that you have done previously or planning to do in order to make a difference in Virginia? Uh, what I have done previously, um, I have talked to police officers. Mm. And um, everybody who I talked to had a little half of them on me, And I just tell them, my concerns, I just talk with them, have an open conversation. Yeah. And tell them my concerns. And they can tell that it's really um, playing a big part, um, or, or, you know, on me, because I, I show it mm-hmm. on my face. Yeah. When something is bothering me, some people are good not to show it, but if something is really, really bothering me, it shows on my face because I'm so compassionate. Mm. And I, I, I just feel like something has to be done. And the first thing I look at it is start from a conversation. What can we That's do good. better? What can you all do better? Yeah. How can I help you all? Mm-hmm. So those are some of the conversations I had with them. And, you know, it was a nice dialogue back and forth. And, um, you know, those officers, they were concerned. They wanted to help in any way. So what I'm doing, um, I'm planning on having a police form with mm. parents and caregivers and students to address because a lot of people have unanswered questions. Yeah, that's it. And they want to feel at ease. Yes. So many people feel like they're afraid of the police. They shouldn't be like that. No. Their job is to protect us. Yes, yes. Absolutely. You're right, Nadine. There's so many unanswered questions. Um, it is it, it is discomfort to the highest level. And um, I yeah. think that that's absolutely awesome what you said, that it does start with the conversation. And I think that it's awesome that you are uh, in the process of planning this forum uh, to have that conversation because we've got to talk about it and we got to take action. You know, um, it's, yeah. it's something that absolutely has to happen. And, um, you know, Nadine, again, I'm just so glad that you're at the table. And listeners, if you're just joining, um, oh, my gosh, I am so, so, so blessed to have Nadine Owens, uh, who is the CEO of Our Brothers Keeper, uh, here at the table. She has a heart and a passion for justice, for equality for all. And uh, we are talking about I Can't Breathe tonight. We're talking about no justice, no peace. Um, Again, it doesn't matter what your background is. You need to tune in. You need to listen. You need to... uh, take part and and take action. Nadine, what what can we do as a black community uh, to make a difference? Wow. And you know what? It breaks my heart to see what is happening in society. Yeah. We must look at and examine our organization and do better as a whole. Mm -hmm. It starts with self. Mm -hmm. We must shift our mindset each day 
and work on bridging the gap between cultures. Um, we need to reflect the world we serve. Wow. We are investing in a lot of things. We have to create an environment where all voices are here mm-hmm. and valued. Mm-hmm. That's why inclusion is the core. Also, we need to come together, support each other in a healthy way, in a positive way, and stand together in unity. Yeah. Okay? And not destroy because we're angry. Let's fight oh. and change in the system. Yes. Start with a petition. Go to the city town hall. Write your congressmen and women, governors, mayors. Tell your story. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, through Black Lives Matter Foundation, Equal Justice, uh, um, and Center Project, the Leadership Conference of Minnesota, NAACP. Mm-hmm. You know, reach out to, 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 to these organizations that will come alongside. So, therefore, we will have the um, a great platform that we can stand together. Mm-hmm. United we stand. Yes. We don't want to do it in a way that they're looking at it. All we do is tear up. Mm. We don't want to build. We're not going to get nowhere tearing up, uh, putting places on fires. We're not going to get nowhere with that. Nowhere. No. Yeah. We fight with our boys. Yes. We don't take no for an answer. Mm-hmm. And we get people, you know, to stand behind us. That and if you is take, so good. We get somebody else that can talk for us, but we're there. Yes. Yes. Showing up in numbers, and that makes a difference. They're going to say, whoa, there was a lot of them. Yeah. Yeah. Uh-huh. I heard, uh, I, I was listening to the, the sermon um, and the eulogy that Al Sharpton had preached uh, for George Floyd's service. And he said, if he would have known how we were going to come together and and really um, make let you know let and make our voices be heard you know he he would not have kept his knee on his neck you know what i mean and it's like you're that's so right. you know yes. that's so yes. true you know unity oneness we have to come together and i like what you said you know let's not let's build up let's that's let's not yes. burn down you know let's no. not hurt our own community but build, build a number, build by having peaceful protests, build by making your voice heard, uh, build by, um, you know, taking action by, by coming together, not burning stuff down. <laughs> right. We're not going to get, yeah, we're not going to have progress when we do that. Um, Nadine, I'm so glad that you were at the table and I do want to give you an opportunity. If, if, Do you have any last words of encouragement or anything that you would like to share with our listeners as we talk about No Justice, No Peace tonight? Wow. Let me tell you something. I'm a faith-based believer, okay? Mm. And I always say, hold on. Change is coming. It may not look like change is coming, Mm. but just hold on because change is coming. Sometimes the best thing you can do is not think, not wonder, not imagine, not obsess, but just let go, breathe, and have faith. Everything will work out for the best. Oh, that's good. That's good. That's mm-hmm. good. 
Oh my gosh. Listeners, I hope that you got that because Nadine just dropped uh, a wisdom nugget. She just, she just really gave you uh, some good encouragement tonight. She gave me some good encouragement tonight because it does get hard. It is frustrating. You are disappointed. There is anger. There is hurt. But as she said, hold on change is coming. Nadine, yes. I feel it. I, I feel that thing. <laughs> I feel that thing. Listen, I want, I want listeners, I want you to know because you, we always want to take aim on the take aim podcast. And I always want to leave you with things in which, you know, you can say, okay, if I don't remember anything else, let me remember this. So, you know, given the, the, things that Nadine uh, Owens has shared with us, the CEO of Our Brother's Keeper, uh, you know, remember to have the conversation. How can you take aim? Have the conversation. All right. Um, even if you feel that, well, maybe I'm, I'm, I just, I don't talk well. I don't speak well. Okay. Get, have someone that can speak and represent for you, but show up, have the conversation. That's number one. Talk about it. Okay. Number two, um, unity. She talked about that tonight. We've got to build up, not burn down. All right. So we got to come together. Um, it is power in number. Uh, and, and as we come together peacefully, um, it, it just has such a great impact. So let's build each other. Let's support each other in our communities. Um, so do that. Don't burn down, build up. All right. And then remember, don't lose hope, right? Fight with your voice. Right. Change is coming. All right. Oh, that just, I love that you said that, Nadine. Change is coming. Fight with your voice. Don't give up. Don't lose hope. I know um, many, so many of us, um, we're just grappling with so many things and so many emotions, um, but we've got to keep the faith. Oh, Nadine. Woo, powerful, powerful. <laughs> I want to thank you so much for coming to the table tonight and really taking aim. You know, I forgot to ask you in the beginning if you had your lemons ready tonight, but you know what? I know you do because we took aim tonight. We took aim. That's what <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. And I'm That's glad. We're going to make it. That's how we're going to make it. Yeah. I love it. Yes, it uh-huh. is. It is. I'm so glad that you took aim tonight and encouraged our listeners here at the Take Aim Podcast. And Nadine, if someone wants to support your business, your vision, um, or find out more information about you, how can they do that? Okay. Um, I can be reached. My phone number is 757-351-1310. You can go to the website, www.ourbrotherskeeper.org. You can email me at um, ourbrotherskeeper24 at gmail.com. I do answer questions. I get back with you. Um, if you have a concern or question, you need some type of resource, some type of connection, if you just want to come in and talk, yeah, just email me, call me, and I will be glad to set up an appointment and have you to come in. 
Wonderful. And Nadine, if you can give your website and phone number one more time for us. Okay. The phone number is 757-351-1310. The website is www.ibrotherskeeper.org. Perfect. Nadine, thank you so, so, so much. And listeners, I want you to absolutely go to the website. I want you to see the great things that Nadine Owens is doing. I want you to support if you are in the area or even if you're not in the area, I'm sure there's a way that you can support in what she is doing. And Nadine, please be sure when you uh, do have that form uh, in place, uh, when that form is in place, please uh, make sure to get me the information because I absolutely okay. want to push that and get that out to our listeners uh, so that they can participate and so that I can participate. Um, so I'm looking forward yeah. to uh, getting more information from you with that. Can I say one more thing? Could you like us on Facebook too? I Brothers Keeper. Like yes. The page. Absolutely. Okay. Okay. Listeners, be sure like, like our brother's keeper on Facebook. So do that. Let's support. Uh, she's doing a great work. And as you can tell, huh, you, you should know by now the passion that she has uh, for what she does, the passion that she has for equality and for justice for all. So Nadine, thank you so much. Now I can't let you go just yet because I ask every guest that comes to the table two important questions before we close the show. So my first question to you, Nadine, tonight is who do you love and are you for sure? Oh my God. (laughs) Let me tell you something. I love everyone because that's who I am. Yeah. And there's nothing you can do about it. No, that's right. I, I love it. I love it. I love it, Nadine. And Nadine, what are you grateful for tonight? You know what? I'm so grateful for life, health, strength, and to be able to tell my story, share my passion, and do what I love. Mm, isn't that a blessing? That's a blessing. All by itself. It's such a blessing. You said a mouthful. Oh my gosh, that is a blessing. Nadine, again, I thank you so, so much for being a guest, coming to the table, my sister, sharing your heart, sharing your passion, um, and speaking out, speaking up. Uh, My goodness, you know, the world is a better place with you. And um, I am so excited that we uh, are connected. And I look forward to supporting you and um, helping you push these particular endeavors and conversations and forums. So count me in. Absolutely count me in. Listeners, I Uh, hope (laughs) you're welcome, Nadine. (laughs) Listeners, I so hope that you have enjoyed the show tonight. This has been absolutely amazing. And again, the more we talk about it, the better. We cannot keep silent. We have to speak up. We have to talk about things. We have to have tough conversations so that things can get better and believe that they will. I want to quickly just give a few announcements as I do every week on the 
podcast, be sure, be sure that you uh, set the date this coming Saturday for our coffee and chat. Our coffee and chat will be this Saturday. You need to go to our website. This is our huddle. We huddle up so that you can be ready for your next move. So I'm asking the question, do you have what it takes to thrive? Do you have what it takes? So if you have what it takes, I need you to huddle up with me this Saturday. Find out more uh, at 11 a.m. It's 20 minutes of your time. It's free. All you got to do is go to CorindaDion.com and hit the events tab and you can sign up right there on our website. This is a very intimate group, so space is limited. So be sure that you secure your space for this Saturday. Doesn't matter if you like your coffee bold or decaf, just be there, all right? Just be there. Also, I wanna make sure July 30th, we are launching our Take Aim Women's Book Club. Oh my gosh, I'm super excited about the book club. I want you to be a part of the book club. Again, we're coming together. The book club is free to join. All you have to do is purchase your book. We are going to kick off the book club with my latest book, Perfect Patty Messed Up Devotional. You don't want to miss it. Women are joining and I'm excited about it. And I want you to be a part of the book club. So be sure uh, to go to CorindaDion.com. Email me at admin at CorindaDion.com so you can get your signed copy of the book and be ready for July 30th. We will have the book club every fourth Thursday of the month. Once a month, we're coming together via Zoom and we are going to network. We are going to participate. We're going to be inspired as we read books together. Okay, so be sure to do that. And last but not least, if you are a woman in ministry, this is so, so awesome. It has been on my heart to do a mentorship uh, for women in ministry only. It is for members only women in ministry. So if that is you, and you could use some mentorship, some encouragement. You could use some um, help in regards to how to craft your sermons or how to really uh, impact the, the people in which you are speaking to, uh, how you can continue to develop in your gifts. Be sure to go to CorindaDion.com, sign up for our members only so that you can uh, take part of this mentorship program because it's going to be absolutely amazing. Oh, and one more thing. Y'all know me. <laughs> Y'all know me. This I'm your number one change agent. So there's always something happening. One more thing and I'm done. I promise you. Our marketing consulting uh, services, we are in full swing. So if you are a business owner, sole proprietor, entrepreneur, if you're new at this thing, you're ready to to create a universal brand, you're ready to grow in your marketing and development, contact us, go to CorindaDion.com. You can see everything there. Uh, We've got some new clients on board and I'm excited about it. So be sure to take advantage of that. Oh, what a awesome podcast we had tonight. Listeners, I'm so, so glad that you tuned in. I'm so, so glad that you came to uh, the table with Nadine and you participated tonight. Uh, You feel inspired, you feel encouraged, you feel motivated, uh, and you are ready 
to take action. Let's do that. Again, a special thank you to my guest, Nadine Owens, the CEO of Our Brother's Keeper, for being on our show tonight, coming to the table and making her voice heard. Be sure to follow her. Be sure to support the things that she's doing in the community. This has been your girl, Corinda Dion, your number one change agent. Listen, making lemonade is a choice, but I dare you, I double dare you to take aim. Until next time, live life on the promise of impact. You've been listening to the Take Aim Podcast. We hope you've enjoyed the show. For more, please follow us on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, and LinkedIn, or visit our website at corendadion.com. Until next time, live life on the promise of impact.